Okay, I just started recording, so we're in. All right, boys. All right, ready? Are you under the intro? Okay. Yeah, yeah let's do it. You, right. You're starting. I'm Cam. I'm Casey. And we would be hanging out a lot this summer. But are unfortunately separated by quarantine. He's in Maryland. And he's in New Mexico. So we figured we'd start planning the road trip now. Every week we'll pitch a song to create the perfect road trip playlist. And probably veer off topic quite a bit. So this is... Cam and Casey across the country. <laughs> Okay, cool. So this is a podcast that we wanted to start because uh, we're bored and we're white. So we wanted to start a podcast. <laughs> yes, sir. That's all it takes, really. Those are the only two requirements. Yeah, but we're very far away from each other. We do talk every night, so we probably will be <laughs> rehashing a lot of conversations. But if we were to go on a road trip, this would be the conversation that would happen on a road trip. We would probably just be talking about random But also... I should have said stuff. I wouldn't have to bleep it out if I had said stuff right away. Anyway, <laughs> um, talk about random stuff. Random and we're stuff. also going to pitch each other songs every week so we can create the perfect road trip playlist. The perfect road trip playlist. <laughs> it'll, it'll, the thing is, is like it won't be good for the road trip from Maryland to New Mexico because it'll probably only be like three hours. And the road trip to New Mexico is like uh, like 20 at 14? least. Oh, 20. Okay, cool. I don't know distances For at sure. All. For sure. Having never driven it before, it's got to be at least 20. <laughs> cool. Okay. Do you want to you wanna present your song first? The first song of the podcast? Sure. Okay. But maybe, so maybe every, maybe by the time we like continue this show, we'll just do more than one song if we think it's necessary. We might have necessary. to. We might 30 have to. hours of songs. This won't be like a 30 hour playlist, just so you know. It'll probably <laughs> be like three hours, four hours. Okay. I've been listening to this album a lot recently because it was on Mr. Robot. This song was on Mr. Robot. Okay. And I knew okay. it, and I'm a fan of hers. I feel like it's the perfect road trip playlist or road trip song. It's Run Away With Me by Carly Rae Jepsen. Ooh, opening track <laughs> off of Emotion. Okay, okay, yeah. Well, first of all, the premise of the song is running away with somebody. So it's going somewhere. So it's already like a travel-based song. Oh, I like that, okay. And I think... I wanted to start it off with this because if you're like on a road trip, the first hour, like right when you get in your, the car, you're like hyped up, like your sights to go. Oh, of course. And this is like high energy, super upbeat pop music. I'm like the biggest goofy pop fan. So I'm probably going to have a <laughs> lot of those songs. That's another thing. You and I have pretty different. Actually, you and I are like different enough, but it'll be like a coherent playlist. I think they're definitely going to be different. Like we we enjoy the same type of music, but I think we're going to choose different types of songs to go on this playlist. Totally. Like right away, my song is is not very similar to yours at all. But I think I am I enjoy the song you chose and you definitely enjoy the song I chose. <laughs> so either way, we're going to choose the very different songs, but this playlist is going to reflect our kind of shared music taste and that's going to be pretty similar. Yeah, I would be very surprised if there's a song that you bring up that I dislike and vice versa. Like, I don't think we're going to... I agree. Because I think we're we're going to try and make this as, like, I don't know, as, not family-friendly, as just, like, friendly <laughs> as possible to anybody going on a road yeah. trip. Exactly. I don't think... Neither of us have, like, that narrow of a of a focus that, like... No, we're all over the place. Like, this playlist. like we kind of, like... Most genres, I would say. There are many genres we would exclude. I'll bring in a country song next week. I don't care. Oh, there are some country bangers out Dude, there. Dude, <laughs> I have a whole playlist on my phone just called um, Actually Good Yeehaw Songs. And it's like it's like 30 songs. It's pretty the long. The Yeehaw genre is kind of untapped right now, I gotta it's say. getting a... Well, okay. I, I don't want to say it's getting a lot better because I've never been a country fan. But like 
the stuff that's coming out of it now, I think, is pretty good. I think it's weird because there was kind of this shift, and I think it's kind of waning now. But like a couple years back, where it was like pop country was like the biggest thing to do. Like songs along the lines of like Old Town Roads, for example. Like it was crazy that like around that time, there were all these kind of like pop and rap songs that had pretty like yeehaw beats <laughs> to them. Like it was crazy. Like they weren't your t- like stereotypical trap beats with like, you know, it was different. It was, yeah. had a very country sound, but it wasn't a country song at all. And they were hugely popular. I feel like any genre, the biggest songs are not always the best. And that's not to be like underground is better, but like <laughs> sometimes the biggest songs are like either overplayed or just super generic to the point where it's like almost insufferable. Definitely. A lot of the like country songs that chart are not usually a good reflection of some of the good ones. Like I, I don't want to say unfortunately, but like I was avoiding Casey Musgraves for the longest time because I knew I would be in love with her. <laughs> and I am. And then I really like Marin oh, Morris. Yes. Um, I have not listened to Orville Peck, but everyone says that he's like just this update to country that like is reflective of the roots, but updates it in a way that is relevant now. Because country, I just think, needs to change like a lot of other genres. Oh, yeah. The the way a genre evolves definitely is what determines how popular it stays. Because, you know, when we were, I think when we were younger, like in middle school, you know, it was always everyone clowned on like the Taylor Swift type country music, mm-hmm. you know, because that's like that was what was popular at the time. That was really all people were hearing was that kind Which of was uncalled for Taylor Swift. Old Taylor Swift goes hard. People, I don't want to say people sleep on Taylor Swift because she's like the biggest pop artist. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, honestly, like people, people are quick to hate on on that kind of stuff, you know, just because it's branded as like you know country or yeah, or yeah. pop country. But or just you know, listening back to it, exactly, just by virtue of the fact that it has a certain number of of streams on Spotify, it's got it warrants some kind of hate, which is a weird approach, I think to judging what's good music and what's not. I would say, yeah, I would say early country Taylor Swift is like top three Taylor Swift eras for sure. (laughs) Top three Taylor Swift. How many Taylor Swift eras would you say there are? Okay, well, we got (laughs) early country, which I don't remember the names of the albums. I remember the names of the songs, like Love Story and um, whatever the one with the um, bleachers. Is that Love Story? Is that the same song? I don't know. Oh, shoot. There's a Hold bunch on. from then. So there's that era. Yep. Then there's Red Era, which was like a little bit, which was just like uh, like pop, straight up. Exactly. Then there was yep. 1989. After the country era, it's just like every album has its own distinct sound. She's kind of, I hate to like make this comparison because of their semi-feud, but like she's kind of the Kanye West of female <laughs> pop artists. I'm going to, I'm going to. I'm gonna go on a limb here and say you you intentionally tried to compare Kanye West to Taylor Swift here, <laughs> just uh, for the beef. I probably did, but like every <laughs> album is very distinctly different. Because then there's like 1989, which is a little more like soft, a little bit more folksy. Reputation was not my favorite era, but like edgier Robin Daggers type. And then there was uh, the new one, Lover, Love, Lover, Lover, an instant classic. Lover was really good. <laughs> fire but yeah back on the pop tangent that's why i just feel like carly ray jepsen also fits into that kind of style of just like upbeat pop music it's fun to listen to i don't see how anybody can like really hate it like even if pop isn't your thing even if like 
the kind of like 80s synth style isn't your thing like i feel like there isn't a person in the world that wouldn't like run away with me at least in some level um and then the the beginning of the song is so distinct it's so i honestly don't know if it's a sample of an 80s song but it's like also a meme too but it's just such a <laughs> instinct synth i also chose this song too because if you don't know it i think one of the joys of a road trip is getting to like belt the songs in the car and after mm-hmm. the first of of most pop music but particularly carly Rae jepsen and her style after the first chorus like you've already got it down you can already belt it which a lot of people think i think criticize but i think that's one of my favorite things about pop music is that you get it after the first try and you can already enjoy the song and sing it and that was honestly one of the largest factors in determining the song my first song honestly was like how recognizable it is and how easy it is to pick up you know because that the ability to belt the songs early on in the road trip when everyone's hyped up like you were saying Mm -hmm. is untouched that's you know one of the peaks what's one of the the best parts of having road trip playlists is having this kind of early rush of um really catchy really easily sung songs that everyone can just belt out together so my first song that i'm bringing to the table is Drake's Hotline Bling. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, partially, yes. Partially because your boy just dropped a project recently. I figured we were going to talk about it. We can save it. It's a classic. It's a classic that almost everyone knows. And like you just said, if you don't know it, you will. it, it can be picked up pretty easily. It's not, not that challenging. <laughs> Dude, it's really grown on me recently. Because I like, when it came out, it was so just overplayed. I feel like that's part of it. But... It really is a fun song. Like, it's just super fun. And it got clowned, too, because of his music video, which, you know, admittedly... It's a good was video. I love the video. But it's not a bad music video, you know? <laughs> no, I think the set the sets are great. It's, you know, I, just, it's... I can't think about it without the, like, Wii tennis <laughs> exactly, thing. Bro, that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's almost too much of a meme to be taken seriously when it first came out. You know, to say right. that you liked Hotline Bling was, there I say, kind of cringe because it's just like, ooh, you know, the music video and how much it got played on the radio. But I think it's, I think it's a Drake classic. I think it's got to be one of his catchiest songs and one of his most recognizable for sure. It's a Drake classic for sure. I think it also came at a point that it would have been hard to not get clowned because even though Drake is still super popular, I kind of think that was peak Drake, like of his mm-hmm. popularity, like every. Like, I have a feeling that there there might be, like, one song off of his new album that gets radio play, but it doesn't really seem like a very um, radio-friendly album. And so I think that was kind of peak popularity, Drake. Definitely, because I feel like his last two projects haven't been very radio-friendly. You know, they've been... Are you talking about Take Care Package or... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of his his more mixtape-y projects rather than album projects, because... All of his real albums have had at least a banger that can get put on the radio. Um, and as much as people kind of clown views, it has sure. so many bangers on it that the radio constantly played when this yeah. album was big, you know, and compare that to more recent albums that, you know, depending on who you talk to has or has not been clowned as much. They just don't have the same radio hits that older Drake had. I think that's my problem with the newer stuff is that I've never thought of Drake as like an artist 
for for artistry. Like I'm not listening to Drake <laughs> for like really like revolutionary good music. Like I kind of just want like a party like frat song, exactly. you know? Um, and I think there's a place for that. I don't think that's a criticism. I think that that's like the the niche that he fits into. And part of defining an artist is the audience. Like the audience has to define the artist almost just as much as the artist does. And so I think that's why early Drake is so good because he just has so many hits. Like he's a hit maker. He's got more hits than the Beatles. More hits than the Beatles. <laughs> so what did you think of, uh, what is it? Dark Lane Demo Tapes? I think that's the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was, I don't know, I'm torn because a lot of the singles that came out for it, like I was a fan of, I thought they were pretty good. Um, but a lot of the new stuff on here just wasn't. I mean, we're talking Pain 1993 was arguably an all-time low. I, I was looking forward to skipping it more than I was <laughs> to hearing more of it. And it just, it kind of made me sad because like, you know, he had out of his singles, like let's take Tuesday Slide, for example, not the best song he's ever made. So it was expected that, you know, on an album, there's always a possibility that at least some of the new songs would be better than the singles. Yeah. But honestly, I didn't really find that the case. <laughs> I still think Tuesday Slide was probably in the better half of this album. Yeah. Despite agreed. being one of the worst singles he's put out in a while, which speaks volumes to how honestly how poor this album kind of was in my opinion i'm not a big fan of it i think it had some select bangers to it um you know time flies is a hit i think um demons i think is a hit but when comparing like just because it has hits doesn't make it a good project like we just discussed a lot of older drake albums had bangers on it but the album was still good sure you know but this one felt like there were bangers and there were just l's across the board and it just, it really feels like he's, like, I would argue Drake's kind of lost his touch with, like, keeping together a good project that has bangers, as opposed to just trying to make every song a banger and just having as many bangers as possible. Yeah, I don't, I agree with you. I think it's, like, it's funny because I feel like I would have liked this album better if it wasn't from Drake, like, if it was from somebody yes. else. <laughs> exactly. Because all the songs sound similar. They're all pretty cohesive as, like, a project goes but there's very few that I downloaded like I afterwards. Cause to, exactly. to be fair, I'm not the biggest Drake fan. Like I like Drake, but again, like I kind of only treat him as like a party rapper and I had only heard snippets on Twitter. So my favorite one was Chicago freestyle, which I think is the standout on the album. Definitely. I think the two, the leaks were some of the best songs on this album, I don't which is kind of war though. I don't know. That's just me. Really? I, yeah, think... I think it's okay. I'm a big fan of the last two. Um, and assuming I'm not getting my songs mixed up here, when Drake puts on the kind of the ting ting voice, <laughs> the like kind of the kind of grime sound, I personally love that. I know yeah, a lot of I don't people think I'm the don't. Fan of I know it. a lot of people clown Drake for going kind of this grime route, but I personally think it sounds fire. <laughs> so when he uses that sound, I don't know. I just kind of it makes me like the song more just by virtue of the fact he's using that tone, even if the rest of the song is kind of like lyrically poor. Or the You're also a grime fan right. too. I am more of a grime fan, that's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> admittedly, yes. <laughs> Which, that's another thing. The entire album is pretty low energy. Even the big ones are pretty low energy. Oh, yeah. Which feels very intentional, 
but I don't know if I like it. Yeah, there's not there's not really a like as you described like frat music party song on this mm-hmm. one. There's there's kind of like the two two genre. There's like the the of bangers. Let's say you know you got like the big party songs, and yeah. you got like the slow burners. And it definitely felt like Drake was going for the slow burns on this one. Mm-hmm. And he's had that before, especially early early Drake. He definitely. Oh yeah, definitely. But it's weird that the only thing on this album were slow burns and misses. Like there yeah. was no balance to this album. It was very heavily weighted towards like he tried to make every song a slow burn banger. Yeah. And inevitably you cannot make how many songs is this long? Uh 14. You can't make 14 songs like that. Like inevitably you're going to have some losses. So you got to balance it out with some just like kind of classic party bangers and I that's really where this tape falls off is there just aren't any of those it's a very unbalanced project and that it's everything is the same it's very much so these slow burns and some of them are great and a lot of them aren't (laughs) and it right it kill it kind of kills the vibe it's not a great project yeah and even though 2c slide is like pretty low on the totem pole for singles i still downloaded it like i still enjoyed it um when it first came out and it fits actually a lot better in the context of the album. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just think the low energy didn't didn't go with me. Uh, particularly the beginning. Like I like the the first track Deep Pockets, I was like, ah, this is not it. I was like this is not good. I think that's my least favorite song on the track on the album for sure. <laughs> yeah, it started off rough. Started off real rough. It's got to grow on you this album. It doesn't hit you in the face with a banger at first. You, you got to bear through a lot of rough stuff to get to the hidden gems. I, I would say hopefully it does, but uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here that I don't really care if it does. Like, I <laughs> like Drake, but he's not going to go away after this. Like, we'll get some – I'm sure we're going to get a couple more bangers. Like, it is what it is. I don't have enough of an affiliation with Drake to really care. I mean, that's the other thing is, like, Drake just isn't one of my favorite artists either. I think there's a lot of other better artists out there. He's good at making bangers and I love to listen to those bangers. Don't get me wrong, but he's not one of my personal favorite artists. Yeah. I think that's a good uh, segue because we are done the tracks and we're going to get off topic a lot, but since we haven't moved into something else and this is the first episode and it's kind of a music based podcast, um, we can go over some of our favorite artists. What are some, what are like okay. your off the top of your head? Since we have not planned this, who are your top three artists working currently? Like, oh man, so oh, not oh, man. older, but like currently uh, putting out projects. I feel like I'm gonna. I feel like this segment's gonna expose who I really am. But um, I gotta go. I gotta go. Post Post Malone number one. Okay. I think I I listen to his music the most by far, um, and more than any other artist is there like nostalgia associated with songs. In fact, an entire project like senior year and bnb just go together for me like they're one in the same memory sure um i think close behind i gotta i gotta go oh man it's, it's kind of tied but i guess i would go bossy very similar i think you were even the one that bring this up kind of the the opposite edge of the coin for post malone yeah very similar but a different vibe <laughs> but very right. similar it's hard to explain it's like if you if you put on just a beat from either post or bazi either of them could hop on it and it would sound good 
but what they talk about is very different i think <laughs> yeah um and then this should come to no surprise to you especially but i gotta go Maisie peters yeah oh man oh man the girl hits every single time celeb crush <laughs> how can i not <laughs> um yeah that's just without a doubt Maisie peters gotta make that list yeah i'll uh I'll transition that into mine because she's also on my list. Yes, sir. I have realized that she's like my favorite currently working female vocalist. Um, For those of you who don't know, since she's probably the one that most people wouldn't know, um, she's a singer-songwriter from England. I don't want to say London because I don't think she's from London, but I don't know enough. She's she's younger than us. She's like 18, 19. She's 19 probably. I think she's right in between me and you. I think I'm a little younger. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but she's definitely she is from England. Big up England she's is very young. She was just featured on the Birds of Prey soundtrack, so that I think helps. Arguably the only bright spot of that movie, would you say? <laughs> I liked Birds of Prey. A lot of people oh, really? didn't. I think it's pretty good. It's not. It's basically Deadpool, but I think I would have liked it better than Deadpool if it had come out first. Mm. But because it didn't okay. come out first, Deadpool did a lot of that stuff first. I but I do like the cast a lot. I like Harley Quinn a lot. Um, and I think overall, it's just sort of like a fun, harmless movie. Like there's no, <laughs> it's just like goofy and fun. So I think it's actually yeah. good. The soundtrack is one of the best parts. Yes, I heard. Because <laughs> it has like, ev- the only person not on it that I would want to be on it is like Rico Nasty. That would have been perfect. I'm surprised. Surprised she didn't Which she should have been on it, which doesn't make any sense to me. But to substitute Macy Peters, since you already put her on your list, I would say my other favorite female vocalist is Claro right now. Because they, but they also fill yeah. the same. They're basically the same artist. <laughs> I think Claro <laughs> is a little bit. Um, I think Claro's doing a little bit more interesting stuff than Macy. To be completely honest, I think Macy has better lyrics and better songs. Mm-hmm. But um, Claro had this very like bedroom pop indie aesthetic for all her singles, and then her albums, she like kind of turned it around a little bit and had this like very indie guitar sound plus like uh like distortion that kind of made it stand out yeah it's definitely a project that whenever i put it on i have to kind of listen to the whole album like it's an album which i like yeah those are great great my favorite male vocalist is by far frank ocean that's my favorite artist period okay okay just because like i just every project like I think music is really good and music is very good right now. And then I'll hear like Frank Ocean's newest song. And I'm like, he's just miles ahead of everybody. Like I think DHL is one of his best songs. So I was very happy that that came out this year or last year. So Frank Ocean is just, but everyone knows that Frank Ocean's great. And then I'm going to do a tie for, I know I've now said five artists, but <laughs> because I'm a pretty, there are no rules, like big rap fan currently working is kind of tied between Kendrick and Tierra Wack. Okay. Because wow. Tierra Wack has not been given, I think, the amount of time to shine yet. Yeah, I mean that's that's high praise to to put those two on the same level. Well, yeah, they're on the same level as just like favorite. Like, I think Kendrick has been able to perfect his craft more and has better projects, but Tierra Wack only has one project that's like 15 minutes long. Right. Um, yeah. And just that was like is one of my favorite albums. Like I think it's amazing. All her singles have been great. So I think she is the she's the person that I'm most excited for her next album, I think. But Kendrick Damn is one of my favorite albums as well. So Kendrick okay, I just okay. don't think has really missed. Ever. No. I think yeah, I think most I mean, 
when you're the best, I mean, you're not going to miss, you know, I think he's widely regarded as the best right now. And he really hasn't had a single project flop every time there's been a project. I mean, with the except, you know, Black Panther isn't really a project of his, like, even though it's not like a project of his, it's still slapped. Like people still love that soundtrack. So every, it's like everything he touches turns to gold. As a producer, it's very well put together. Oh, 100%. And it feels very distinct. Again, I think I really praise artists that have projects that feel distinctly very different. And like every song, like Damn is like a sound. Like you know what Damn sounds like. Um, mm-hmm. And same with um, Good Kid, Mad City, like Pippa Butterfly. Like all of his projects have a very distinct sound. And... I don't go back and listen to Untitled Unmastered all that much, but a lot of albums like that I don't really consider a big wide release. Um, like even Gambino's right. new album, I don't really think of it that way. Um, <laughs> like it's not quite a throwaway album, but it's also not, it feels like a mixtape to me. Um, it does, right. Okay, these are just some things that I wanted to put out that I didn't necessarily put as much effort into. And I've also never been a huge a huge fan of like untitled things like even as paintings i'm like just like name it <laughs> just tell right. us how it hard is. is it to just give it a name <laughs> like what are you what are you going for at that point you know <laughs> i get what they're, i kind of i get what they're going for you're like okay it's up for interpretation but like it's also up for interpretation if you call it like the woods i don't know right like giving it like the music is what should be up for interpretation not the title <laughs> yeah um and there still are some pretty good songs on that album and i also like gambina's new album um the latter half i think is pretty good so mm-hmm. um i don't know those are some of my favorite artists i think we're gonna i think our song choices will hopefully be more diverse than our artist choices <laughs> i think so i think by a lot um i'm gonna try my best to be diverse with music choices um i don't think i'm gonna pick the same genre back to back week week by week oh i hope not. i'll hope not I think I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try not to, you know, to to spice it up because obviously this is gonna be a long ass road trip. So yep. we're gonna make it pretty diverse so we don't get bored. But at the same time, it's weird because when I was thinking about what song I wanted to pick for this time around, everything was the same genre, <laughs> and it's only day one, <laughs> and I've already kind of hit the point of, oh man, we'll have to go in tones of like th- you and I didn't even talk about what the tone of the beginning would be, and we both had the same exactly Tone, tonally like song um as like a fun start to the road trip you know we've been we've done enough of these to know that there are certain points where it's just not fun to be playing bangers like no one's in the mood and and there's a tonal shift and i think that's what's gonna make this fun is you know i might on a day bring in a banger and you may bring in a ballad <laughs> and they're going to be completely different, but they're just for different times in the playlist. You know, there's a, there's a right time for the bangers. There's a right time for the slower songs. Or you could bring Post Malone and have a banger ballad. Bro, you already know I'm about to bring in all kinds of Post. <laughs> He's kind of mastered that. We could, I could have just put B&B for the next however many podcasts, but I'm going to try to refrain myself about... from doing that. <laughs> We like pitch each other albums, but I feel like I would run out quickly. I feel like we could definitely, definitely incorporate some albums like that. You yeah. Know, just if, if there's an album that is so full of songs that would work that you know you can't really choose one, then it's like that could totally just be your song for that section. You know, it's just there. 
like for example, if you were to choose BNB, there's so many in a similar tonal zone that you could go for, but it's like any of them would work. So it's just yeah. which one do which one do we do most people vibe with, you know? Yeah, and I would say all of emotion is good for a road trip. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> dude, I because I do think that the first three, arguably the biggest songs on the album, um, Run Away With Me, Emotion, and Really Like You are the best. But, oh, wait. Oh, maybe I should have chose this song. There's a song that's like about a road trip, I think. That's no. like really good. Oh, no. Um, oh, there totally is. It's not quite the same vibe. It's a little bit softer. But Let's Get Lost is actually also very good because it's really cute. Maybe it's not good for a road trip with your bros. It's re- <laughs> it's really good for a road trip with somebody that you like might be in love with. So maybe it is good for your bros. You know, we're not specifying what kind of road trip this is. We you're can right, have you're anyone right. with us. <laughs> so Because the chorus of that song is, let's get lost, I don't want to let you go, keeping my fingers crossed that maybe you'll take the long way home. That's like <sighs> the cutest thing ever. Bangers only. <laughs> I also she really like move. Favorite Color on that album, which is on the deluxe version, but it's one of her best also. That entire, I think there's a couple skips on that album, but overall, great project. that album is like perfect for the beginning of a road trip. So that's our podcast. If you want to, I'm assuming that most people listening to this know us personally. So if you would like to be on this podcast, the program that we're using has waived the fee to have multiple guests during quarantine. So we can have as many of you guys on here and you can show us your songs. And you can, and we'll put them into the playlist. The longer this playlist is, the better. Oh, definitely. You know, this playlist will be both on, on Spotify and, and <laughs> Apple Music if you have to. <laughs> but um, it's on both. So as we go along, the playlist will be updated, so y'all can follow along as it as it grows over these twenty seven hours. All right. So that's that's it. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we'll see you next week. Yes, sir.